Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. What is going on, Notre Dame fans? Mike Singer and Kyle Kelly live here on YouTube for this week's Notre Dame recruiting update. Lots to talk about in the 2024 and 2025 recruiting efforts for the Fighting Irish. Before we dive into it, folks, please do hit the thumbs up on this video um, so uh, you help support our channel here at Blue and Gold. And subscribe uh, to our Blue and Gold channel as well so you don't miss any content that we're putting out. Lots of good stuff on Notre Dame football and football recruiting. My friend Kyle, how are you doing? So far so good. The NFL season starts tonight. I got my fantasy drafted last night. Uh, put some uh, prize picks in in, yeah. the, in the bank. So. I'm ready to rock and roll for tonight, hoping to get wrapped up a little bit early today so I can enjoy uh, the official start of uh, professional football season. Yeah, Lions-Chiefs tonight. Dude, give me the Lions and an upset. Now, every, everyone see, like, I haven't looked at what the quote-unquote, like, public money is, but everyone's, like, so uh, enthused and excited about the Lions. I I think the Chiefs are going to win comfortably tonight. You know what the line is on that? I let's don't see. off the top of my head. All right, let's see what the Google can put together real quick. Four and a half 
and it's probably at the Chiefs. That's an interesting line. Yeah, NFL lines are always tough for me to to you know to look at because they're just they're so small. Like it, it, the lines are so minimal. Whereas college, it's like oh, this team's a seventeen point road favorite. Oh yeah, it's probably bet the home team, right? So yeah, the NFL though the lines are just so small, but. Anyways, that's why I, I have liked going to prize picks. I've had a really good time on prize picks, and uh, we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, Mr. Uh, I'm going to call you Mr. Dorito. Um, good morning. Good morning in the chat. John says, go Irish and Chiefs. Inside the Horseshoe Podcast says hello there. Good to see you, Tom. Good morning. I uh, hope everyone is doing well. We've got a lot to talk about. Um, and I, f- I figured at first, let's just dive into what the people want. It's because we're in a really interesting period, Kyle, for Notre Dame recruiting, where right now, as in like the month of August and in- this, this first week of September, there's not really a whole lot going on except for just like these ginormous names in Notre Dame football recruiting. You know, it's like you have this guy, Gerby Lambert, right? Like, is he committing to Notre Dame soon? Is he not? And then you just got, oh, and and yeah, Lambert is a 6'6", 290-pound, elite, elite, elite offensive tackle. I've said, I, I think he could be a day one starter as a true freshman, like Blake Fisher was in 2021. And then, oh yeah, you just have the most important position on the team, quarterback, recruiting for the 2025 class. Who does Notre Dame end up with between Deuce Knight and Bear Bachmeyer? It does look like the Irish are in really good position for both. And we reported first a blue and gold uh, that Bear Bachmeyer will be visiting for the Central Michigan game. And yeah, I don't want to dive too too much into the weeds of all of the scoop because you know we had that at blueandgold.com and I want to save that for you know our premium subscribers so um but I I, I did write this article um yesterday uh, at blue and gold titled you know uh, Notre Dame lucky charms Notre Dame quarterback recruiting has heated up like I, I usually would write it, it is heating up no it's it's heated up um so yeah please do check that out at blueandgold.com but yeah, Kyle, your thoughts on some some of these quarterback recruiting uh, developments here recently, and then uh, any thoughts on Kirby Lambert? It's basically uh, crunch time uh, for 2025 quarterback recruiting. Like there's a, uh, like you said, we don't want to get too into the weeds. We'll we'll leave a lot of that premium info for our uh, great subscribers at Blue and Gold. And of course, if you're not subscribed yet, you can easily just go to the website hit subscribe in the top right-hand corner. We always have some amazing deals going on. So, And if we don't, um, yeah. we will. If we don't, yes, we, exactly. if we don't, we will, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, go check the, the details out. But, I mean, it's crunch time. It's um, basically whoever's going to commit first. Notre Dame wants their quarterback in the 2025 class, and they're not, they're not going to wait. Um, I, I think they should have a, a pretty clear answer by the end of this month. Yeah, And Notre Dame's put itself in a pretty good position because they have the 24 class basically complete. They're just waiting on one commitment from Derby Lambert. Um, obviously, they're going to you know sniff around um, some other committed prospects throughout the 2024 cycle, see if they can flip anyone there. But um, 
Yeah, I mean, all their energy is basically turned toward 2025, and that begins with quarterback recruiting. Yeah. Uh, something that I've found covering recruiting is a, a big hot topic is getting a quarterback to, to build your class. And we saw that in the 2024 cycle when Notre Dame got that early commitment with, from C.J. Carr in June. Notre Dame's a, like three or four months past that deadline, but we're still early enough where there's not a ton of 2025 quarterbacks committed. So Notre Dame can get their guy in the fold. And then I think there's a lot of guys that are just on the fence about committing to Notre Dame in the 2025 class. I think there's a lot of guys that are kind of close. And I think if they get a quarterback in the fold, kind of like last year when CJ committed, that's when Cam Williams, Jack Larson, Peter Jones committed a couple m- months later. I think there could be some guys after they come for that Ohio State game visit. If there's a quarterback in that class, some dominoes are going to begin to fall. Wow, a lot of good stuff here. Um, Jason says, seems like this class was way done, done way earlier than they have been in the past. It depends on what you mean by the past because – I would say in the past four years, this has been pretty – ever since I started covering Notre Dame um, four and a half years ago, this is this is pretty standard. Notre Dame wants to get it done before the start of the season pretty much and get it done as much as they can. So really, like you said, with the 2024 class and, and it being done, both of you guys talking about, 22 commitments right now, it's really interesting. That national ranking being 14. And when I talk to Notre Dame sources, I mean, they feel like this class is the best that Notre Dame has had in a long time. That 2022 class for Notre Dame finished sixth. And I would say that this 2024 class is a good bit better than the 2022 one, which is interesting. Um, Yeah, Notre Dame sources are really just, I mean, yeah, let's just say like, Notre Dame is really, really excited about this recruiting class. So you have 2020, you have, excuse me, you have 22 commits. Cross your fingers, you get Gerby 23. I still like Notre Dame to land Gerby Lambert. But as I always say, like you can feel really, really confident, but you got to get the commitment and you want that thing to be public and everything. So where, like what's, what's going on? So that's kind of what we're waiting for with Gerby right now. Um, so. Um, and then in terms of the, you know, you want to get the 2025 quarterback to build the class. I've always thought that was a little bit, um, overrated. I was going to take the words right out of your mouth. I I think it is too, uh, just kind of like the, the idea of it. But in this case, like I mentioned, I think that some of these 25 recruits are just, wait for the ball to get rolling. Once it does, yeah. they're going to snowball behind it. Yeah. Like I think Cam, Jack and Peter all commit to Notre Dame regardless of CJ, you know, like and look at the 23 class. You didn't get a quarterback until like 3 weeks before signing or, or 3 or 4 weeks before signing day. You had Drake Bowen leading that class though. So um, but that's not a popular opinion of mine. So I'll just, I'll just leave it there. People want to say, oh, you get the quarterback and he's going to bring us a number one class. Like, yeah, maybe not, but it it is important to help build the class. Like it's just, 
a factor among 15 others or so, you know, for a wide receiver committing to Notre Dame, right? Like that, that's kind of how I, um, look at it. Tom says, Mike, I really think there's a national bias when rating our commits. I don't know, Tom, it's just so subjective in that this website might rank a few of these kids higher than this website, right? And then website B over here likes this certain group of commits higher than website A. It, it really just, it, I see, I, I don't think. You, you know what, Tom? I will say there is a national bias when rating the commits because Notre Dame's offensive linemen always seem to be ranked higher. You know, like, why is that? I don't know. So maybe there's a positive bias for rating Notre Dame commits. But seriously, I, I just, I've been in this for so long. Um, I will tell you that in my time covering um, high school football recruiting, um, in the in the past, there have been, you know, these quote unquote analysts from like, why do you have your job? It doesn't make sense. Um and I don't feel like that now. The guys at on three are like real scouts. Um, and I, although I disagree a lot with their evaluations, I talk to them about their process and I can kind of respect where they're coming from. So uh, Andrew says uncommitted guys fly off the board. It's an interesting thing. Uh, any bias might be more related to our guys committing early. It's, it's interesting. I think that it, it's, possible for some but like when i talked to both of our um guys at on three cody belair and charles power about hey you know of, of the notre dame commits like who who you guys are really excited about like they're talking about logan saldate the low like the lowest ranked guy in the class um so it it's not as like so i think like when you guys talk about that it's it's oh the big star power like the big names are the, are the ones that the guys really will look at for the rankings no it can be like the guy in the thousands that like they're, they're looking at all of them. So Jay Carr popped in, said Gerby. We just talked about Gerby Jay Carr. I am going to get my haircut at 1230 and that's what I'm shaving. I'm going to get, cause Jay Carr and I made a little wager. Um, and, uh, let me actually make sure that I have the correct time. Okay. I did not even jot it down. So I need to figure out what time my haircut. I think it's 12 or 1230. So Jay Carr, I got you, bro. All right, Kyle, I've done a lot of talking. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw it back to you, my friend. I mean, nothing else to uh, really cover. We are just in uh, wait and see mode. I, if I'm not mistaken, Gerby Lambert's high school team plays tonight. Um, I felt like I think everyone's kind of felt like that um, the start of high school season, like it is for most kids. I mean, it. Anytime we talk to a lot of these recruits, are always saying i want to commit before my senior season i want to commit before my senior season it just it it's almost gets like nauseating to hear it so often well the senior season is here for gerby lambert and um he's a quiet guy hey I, i would not be surprised in the slightest if we found out he just kind of came off the field and said i'm committed to notre dame or committed to one school or the other like he just things does things a little bit differently. I, I know like um, there's been a couple of guys over the last year or so that I feel like I've noticed have committed after their high school games. I know Caleb Beasley. I know that's probably not a name to bring up as a great example because 
he ended up going to Tennessee. But I remember they basically did it on the field with his, you know, team surrounded by him and was on like social media. And I think David Stone, another high profile recruit in the 24 class, uh, five star defensive lineman, he committed after one of his games. So um, I, I think those were a little bit um, premeditated, though, that everyone kind of right. knew those were coming. They were scheduled. But, uh, yeah, we're in wait-and-see mode uh, for quarterbacks, and we should have a definite, clear answer, I'd say, by the end of the month within the next two weeks. And uh, Gerby Lambert, it's uh, we're always checking our phones with that one. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, Andrew said, Mike, you are the man. Well, I appreciate it, Andrew. He says, but I disagree on your take on not caring what type of quarterback Notre Dame should get unless we are willing to adapt the offense we've recruited runners and ask them to be conventional. Like I said, and this is something I talked about in the video that I did with Darren. You get a quarterback who can throw and can move. Like, that's just that's just football now. Like, that's just it. I don't know. I mean, short, tall, sure. You want a you want a six six quarterback who runs a four three and is built like Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, sure. Like that's the type. Let's go after. But like that's just that's just college football now. You need so, in, in football in general. Basically, Derek Meadows, if you could throw a pass, right? Yeah, exactly. So, like the days of. I'm a pro style quarterback. I'm a dual threat quarterback. That that's gone. You're just a you're just a quarterback because you need to be able to do both now. That's just the situation. So, um, and I feel pretty strong on that. Um, I so. I got a quick thought there, Mike, because sure. I was I was listening to I was cramming yesterday for my fantasy football draft. It ever since I started like you know my full time job covering football, it's like. You don't really have time to become a fan anymore. It's like it's true. Every every everything you do is like it, it feels crammed. So I was doing that for my fantasy football draft, trying to listen to some podcasts, and I I remember they said you know kind of in the past like for fantasy football, um you know if you could get a guy that was like you know a running quarterback that was like a super big deal because you know uh Obviously, you get points for the yards and, and rushing touchdowns. That that's whole deal for for yeah. rushing touchdowns and, and yeah, go ahead. That whole deal. So, but basically, it's like, well, you know, now um, it, that that's all. It's kind of basically there's like four quarterbacks: Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, uh, Patrick Mahomes, and uh, Jalen Hurts. Like, basically, those are like your four league winners because those guys can run, and basically the the NFL is transitioning where they like those mobile guys. You see where Anthony Richardson got drafted last year. I mean, obviously he was a, a physical athletic specimen. He's a huge, he's a beast more or less, but um, just to elaborate on your point, uh, athletic quarterbacks, they're in style. Yeah. Andrew says, but you don't ask Lamar Jackson running on offense. Will Parker change the offense for a great owner? Yes. And that's why I'm saying you get the best in and then you build around him. All right, that's what I'm saying. That, that so you you build around the strength of the quarterback, but I don't think that Notre Dame's going to go each year. I want a running um lefty quarterback who is between 6 and 62, right? You know, like they're not doing that. That that's kind of my point here. You just go get the best quarterback basically. So, that's kind of where I'm at on that. And I feel pretty strongly about it. 
Um, so probably my favorite, I, I do a lot of YouTube shows. I'll tell my wife last night, like, Oh, I just finished recording or I just did a live show and then a recording. I got another, uh, you know, live show in like 12 hours. I'm like, man, these, these shows, they're a lot. And then I get my, just my favorite segment of the week. And it is talking prize picks. It's a fantastic little company. And this is how this works, folks. You pick two to six players a week. And if they will go more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win 25 times uh, your money on an entry. And it gets even better for folks who are, are you're a first time user of prize picks. You use that uh, promo code BGI and you'll get a 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks. So if you deposit 100, Prize picks will give you a hundred. If you deposit 50, they'll give you 50. Just download the app or go to prizepicks.com. Make sure you use that promo code BGI. And this is not just for college football. Um, you can do different picks like I've done mixing of NFL and soccer, for example. It, there's PGA, college football, obviously, uh, NFL. You got women's basketball, men's basketball, uh, NASCAR, MMA, cricket. I've even seen video games in there for Counter-Strike Global Offensive. It's crazy. And again, folks, first-time users, use the promo code BGI, 100% instant deposits, match up to $100, uh, prizepicks.com. So uh, I almost called you Tyler because I did the show Tyler last night. Stop myself. Um, let's take a look at uh, my entries because I think we did this last week. Yeah, the, so... We did the flex play, which I'm glad we did. For folks watching on YouTube, you can see kind of the difference there. The two out of three, you get if you hit two out of three on the flex pick, you get 1.25 times your money. If you get three out of three, you get 2.25 times your money. Um, but if you obviously you do like the power play, you have to hit three out of three or whatever. Um, so I've really been leaning into this Dak Prescott freebie. They call it a square, where it's Dak just has to throw for more than a yard against the Giants. So I've been using that for a lot of picks. Um, Graham Mertz, we said, I was like, give me the over for Graham Mertz throwing for 179 uh, and a half yards. Like, give me the more on that. That's easy. Felt like that was just an easy pick. He threw for 228. I was like, Graham Mertz might not be any good, but he's throwing for more than 180 yards. And then we just went with Utah's running back having more than a touchdown. And he did not. But we're still going to hit that with, with Dak. Um, and then I threw in this yesterday, I believe it was, and this was a power play, right? So you got to go three out of three, correct. Went five times, um, for that. So a $5 pick or, or entry goes for, for 25 bucks. Tell me what you think on this, Kyle. Dak Prescott, more than a yard. I think we like that. Patrick Mahomes, more than 286 um, 0.5 yards. I saw a tweet yesterday where someone put, here's all of Patrick Mahomes, um, first, first games of the season and Patrick Mahomes just went crazy. So give me Patrick Mahomes to go over three or yeah, I, I'm saying Patrick Mahomes goes more than 300 yards. Um, so give me the more than 286 and then Jared Goff is going to throw two touchdown passes tonight. That's, that's my thought. What, what do you, you're not liking it, Kyle. I'm I'm not all in on the Lions like a lot of people. Uh, there's just two so touch, much fight. Two passing touchdowns. That's it. Here's the here's the thing, Mike. 
I'm a diehard Browns fan. Okay, I live I live in Toledo, Ohio. We are about 90 miles from First Energy Stadium or something. I I don't know the mileage actually. About an hour and a half. Yeah, Ford Field. Little over an hour, so there's a lot of Lions, there's a lot of Browns fans, and it's also like a melting pot of NFL fans. Yeah, I've been a Browns fan long enough to know that when there's hype going into the season, it never, ever, ever shakes out the way it's supposed to. The Lions are the, going to be the same way. There's a lot of hype going into the season, and you know, obviously they had a great year last year. You know trying to build upon things, I think it's going to be the same way. I think the Lions are are going to take a step back this year, and I think that begins tonight. Maybe Jared Goff gets two two passing touchdowns. Um, I could see it, I, but I do like the Patrick Mahomes uh, pick that you placed. I was doing some research yesterday, and Travis Kelsey, hyperextended knee, bone bruise sort of thing. He's questionable going into t- tonight. That makes me a little bit worried about that uh passing total but yeah if i if i'm not mistaken patrick mahomes is thrown for at least 250 yards uh, when he doesn't have kelsey so we shall see yeah you're right jason i do have cleveland ptsd i i basically i used to be diehard browns fan until i honestly when i moved to chicago in 2021 i think i was like I would, it, there was so much hype going into that season with Baker Mayfield, and they just fell flat on their face. And then last year didn't go well. Everyone thinks the Browns could be a team to the surprise this year. I'm not buying it. I I'm not buying them and the Lions to be honest. So give me the Chiefs more more than uh, Mahomes' passing total all day. Obviously, Dak Prescott is a layup, but not sure if I can agree with the Jared Goff. But we'll go all in. All right. So that is our uh, segment talking some prize picks. Uh, check that out, pricepicks.com. Use the promo code uh, BGI. So you had a really good week of travel last week, and we even uh, did our show where you talked about your first, what, two visits, I want to say, or maybe it was just after when you saw James Flanagan. Um, so I know you got to see two high school games last week before then heading over to South Bend. Um and uh, seeing Notre Dame dismantle uh, Tennessee State, and, and the, I, I believe the no, the first game was Strebe, or the, the the first game was Joseph Rife, correct? No, so I saw o- Owen Strebig on Thursday night and uh, Joseph Reef on Friday night. Okay, um, so let's go first to Joseph Reef from uh, York Community High School in Elmhurst, Illinois. Um, not like a household name um, in the twenty twenty five class. Um, but someone who uh, Notre Dame is uh, certainly targeting um, and has had on campus a few times now. So um, I believe I just want to make sure I'm popping on the right. This is him, right? This is the game. Yeah, yeah. That is Joseph Reef. You have number 78 um, coming off the edge there. So as you can see, a uh, he's a, big, a bigger guy. And the one thing that I noticed about him is – you know, you can see him running around in a lot of these clips. He just has a pretty impressive motor. Uh, he, he's a like this clip here, you know, just he's always rolling after the quarterback. It seems like even after a pass play, you know, he's always, you know, trying to chase downfield to see, 
if he can help, you know, make the play if there was a completed pass or something like that. And kind of interesting, he did play some uh, left tackle last Friday night, which I was uh, not really expecting at all. They subbed him out a few times um, for different situations, I think probably to just get him a breather. But I almost was like, okay, with this number 78, I wonder if he's more of an offensive lineman, offensive tackle. But I, I think Notre Dame likes him as a, a defensive lineman. Um, obviously, that's the way other schools are recruiting him as well. Probably translate um, to more of a interior, like three-tech defensive lineman, maybe a strong side guy at the next level. I don't see him being a viper. You know, we have him rated it or I guess classified as a defensive lineman at on three. That's sort of how I see him playing. Um, at the next level, I think Notre Dame is in the process of like kind of just evaluating him, watching how this junior season goes. They offered him uh, after he camped at I, I don't think it was the Irish Invasion it was uh, one of their evaluation camps last so. last June, and uh, you know Al Washington's been keeping in touch. Uh, when Notre Dame defeated Navy uh, week zero, Al Washington texted Joseph Reef after the game and. Just like, hey, did you watch just what we did? And, you know, they're keeping in touch. So, yeah, that's uh, an exciting guy to to keep an eye on, you know, especially a Chicago area guy. I know uh, a lot of our Loose Emoji message board subscribers, they love those Chicago area guys. I, I am, you know, big fan of those guys as well, you know, being a Midwestern guy myself. So, yeah, a, an intriguing target to say the least. Yep. So that's Joseph Reef. Got to think that Notre Dame is in um, a pretty good uh, spot for him. Offers from Iowa, Northwestern, uh, obviously Notre Dame, Purdue, Louisville, Cincinnati. Um, so one to keep an eye on. Uh, while he might not be just like that major household name, Owen Streebig definitely is uh, the 6'7, 295 pounder from Catholic Memorial in, in the Badger State. Uh, number 75 overall player, number nine offensive tackle on three, has him rated significantly higher, I would say, than the the rest of the industry. Um, and, yeah, your thoughts on uh, seeing this young man and then thoughts on his recruitment? Kind of a, a disappointing game to go to just from the sense that I think they won, like, 47, 49 nothing or 42 nothing. It, it was pretty much a blowout. and. As a result of that, like Catholic Memorial scored like within the first three plays of every one of their offensive drives. So I, I think they even had like two special teams touchdowns and they called off the dogs uh, pretty early on in the second half. So I didn't get to see a ton of Owen Strebig, but um, obviously here have some clips here and just in the clips that I did see, it's hard not to look at him and think this is Joe Alt. 2.0. This is going to be Notre Dame's future left tackle or wherever he goes. I think Owen's just an, an outstanding talent on three. Yeah, he is big. <laughs> Troll sniper. He is he is a big boy. He's every bit of six foot seven. I don't know if he'll be able to keep on the 300 pounds. Uh, this is one of my favorite clips. He pushes the kid down. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. It was after the play. Like, I'll pick you up. Like, Owen's a super nice kid. <laughs> um, I don't know if he'll be able to keep on like 300 pounds during the season, but he's a big boy and he is your true Midwestern left tackle and a guy that 
I think if Notre Dame doesn't get Catholic Memorial left tackle Kirby Lambert from West Roxbury, Massachusetts near Boston, I think they got another Catholic Memorial offensive tackle on the bank from Milwaukee, Waukesha, Waukesha, I forget how you pronounce it, um, area, uh, and Owen Strebig. I uh, decided to not try to pronounce that um, for that reason. So you're a bolder man than I. I forget um, where it is. It it doesn't sound the way it's spelled, so I probably botch it. So, <laughs> so I finally got to hit the road, and uh, my trip was to see Anthony Knapp um, from Roswell, Georgia. 6'4", 265 pounds is what he's listed at. I'm told that he, he's, he's bulked up a little bit, 6'4", 278. And uh, it was a pretty interesting – he isn't just an interesting evaluation. And for – I always like to mention when we talk about Nap, just for folks watching on YouTube, look at those rankings. You know, Notre Dame's got him ranked very, very, very higher than everyone else. So it's like, how can someone re- look at fill-in-the-blank Notre Dame commit? How can on three rank him so much lower than everyone else? Why do they hate it? All right, well, there you go. There's the opposite. I'm telling you, this is what, when Tom said earlier, oh, there's a bias. Like, sure, there's a bias. It, it, it The bias in that this is subjective and this is how they rank kids. So on three, absolutely loves him as the nation's number 184 overall player, number nine in tier offensive lineman. And then everywhere else, he's a just a normal old three-star. So, uh, and a really interesting player. So... Here's him at right tackle, actually kind of tight end. Um, he would either play left tackle or he'd move over to like tight end on the right side of the line for an unbalanced line. Um, and you had that kind of that stretch play where he would get out and show his athleticism. He looked really good. Um, he had a holding call and he had a, um, I think the the DN just kind of surprised him because Nap had been, um, manhandling him all night, and then the kid just kind of bull rushed him, and, and that was surprised. And then uh, my boy Anthony needs to learn to not talk too much junk when the referee is standing right next to you. So you got to be careful on that. But um, this was actually my first time seeing Nap. My other couple times to try to see him just kind of fell through. Um, but he was powerful, very athletic, um, gritty. I think all the traits you want in an interior offensive lineman. Now he's playing at like, again, 278 pounds. Um, but I, I think he easily gets up to 300 pounds at Notre Dame, 6'4, 300. I think that's about, is that what Pat Coogan's at right now? Like, I kind of see a little bit of like Pat Coogan in that. Yeah, Pat Coogan's listed at 6'5 and 1'8, 303 pounds. Like, to me, I'm like, all right, Pat Coogan, and a little bit more athletic. Um, so Anthony Knapp, and I know in talking to sources at Notre Dame, they are just super, super excited um, about this young man. So not you know one that everyone's talking about and, and, and super excited about um, just in terms of like star power for, for this recruiting class at Notre Dame. But um, yeah, Anthony Knapp, Notre Dame's really excited about him. On three loves him. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's, that's Anthony Knapp. You just see like that little, let me see if I can replay this, that little stutter step, little deal. Watch, watch him run. Am I crazy? Am I crazy? Did he not? So 
I will say this. When I was just watching, this is the first time I've seen like your extended footage, I guess, from this game. Yeah. Um, he has great footwork. Or, I, I don't know if I – sorry, I, I, I wouldn't say great footwork. He's great on his feet. You can tell yeah, he's yeah, an yeah. athlete. He moves well. He moves well. He does. Maybe it's the cleats. The cleats are pretty slick as well. But, um, yeah, he moves very naturally. Yeah, he, he's got a – Got a little nasty athletic. I, I like that, Jason. Good way to put um, it. Yeah. So that's uh that's Anthony Knapp. Like he's not a tackle. Um he he he's got like his arms are like decent for tackle, like his arm length. I don't remember exactly what they are, but from what I was told from like experts, they were like, Yeah, he, his arm length is like it's good for you know, but it's not great. And he's he's six four. So he's an interior offensive lineman all the way. Um, so yeah, that is uh, that is that. Um, one more sponsor before we move on in today's show, and I cannot pull up their website because I think their website's down or something's. I would say something's going wrong with my internet, but I'm doing the show fine. So <clears throat> I think the website just might be down. Um, but it is um, Rogue Shop, of course, for folks watching uh, our, our channel all the time or listen to our podcast. You know the husband and wife outfit, Mr. Rogue, and his wife, Shar, are craft cannabis farmers <clears throat> who specialize in small batch sustainable plant medicine, a true holistic type of small business. They farm and grow everything themselves and their website to visit, although I can't pop it up on the screen right now. It is rogueshop.com. They sell everything from CBD, um, THC edibles, tinctures, smokables, bath salts, pain creams, topicals, vapes, vapes candles, and more. And their website even it has a 24/7 chat function where customers can ask Mr. Rogan Shar any questions um, that you guys have. So check them out at rogueshop.com if you have issues sleeping, chronic pain, and or anxiety, stress issues, and you can use the promo code Blue and Gold. That's all one word, Blue and Gold, for 10% off your order. Please do check out our friends over at rogueshop.com. Okay, Kyle. Um. So I want to talk about where you are going this week. Um, I actually don't remember where you are going. So uh, enlighten Never do. me, my friend. No, I, I, <laughs> it's always a I, surprise. I told Kyle the other day, because he had told me he had, you, I think you had to go take your dog into the vet or something yesterday. Is that right? And he had told me the day before, which is like a very appropriate thing. Like, hey, Mike, I'm going to be up for a couple hours in the morning. And then I think at 930, I said, hey, Kyle, can you do this for me? He said, no, Mike, I'm at the vet. I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, told Kyle he, he's cute for assuming that I remember anything he says. So that's just me. Kyle, Kyle, he's so organized, and he's got his 50 spreadsheets and, and everything. And then there's me. Can't keep it, my crap together. Um, glad I have you to uh, keep me in line, Kyle. But anyways, where, where are you going, even though I should know? Heading down to Indianapolis, Ben Davis High, to see Notre Dame priority. Oh, that's, I didn't know target. that. Mark Zachary, one of the Midwest's best, outstanding defensive back. They got a pretty big game on the docket. IMG Academy from Bradenton, Florida, is coming into town. And there's going to be a lot of lot of guys at that game. Yeah, Zachary, you see right there. This guy, he's a stud. Um, this is going to be a Notre Dame-Ohio State battle through and through. Georgia is on the, you know, kind of sneaking around there, sniffing around. Uh, those bulldogs, man, they they like to uh, 
sniff around the Midwest for those, you know, top elite guys. And Mark Zachary is one of them. So I'm looking forward to seeing him in person. I, I know he played Carson Hobbs, Notre Dame's uh, 2024 cornerback commit from Cincinnati Archbishop Moeller right. uh, week one. And I was just kind of catching up with Carson last week after his Notre Dame visit. And I told him where I was going uh, this week because Carson wanted me to come to his, his game. I was like, dude, like, I got my schedule. Like, I'm going to get down there to Cincinnati. I promise. Carson's a great guy. I love love being able to work with him, and he's going to be awesome at Notre Dame. But I'll see Carson later on. I told him I got to go check out Mark Zachary against uh, IMG Academy um, in Indianapolis, Ben Davis High. So, anyway, back to the whole Carson Hobbs thing. He said that Ben Davis likes to use Mark Zachary on offense a lot, and I think yeah. that was evident. Um, he actually had, a, like, 70-yard touchdown catch against Archbishop Muller week one. So going to see a little bit of him on both sides of the ball. Uh, I think IMG is going to be a really tough team for that Ben Davis school to to go up against. But Ben Davis is a in Indiana-Indianapolis powerhouse. So wouldn't surprise me if they give him a tougher match than expected. All right, an Indianapolis powerhouse versus literally, I mean, a national national power that's gonna be tough i'm pretty sure like ben davis won like a football national championship like 15 years ago or something so they 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 got a good football program we'll see they we'll do, see what happens but img is not a football pro- it's a football factory like they recruit nationally they don't play in the florida high school athletic association because of what they do they're just like think notre dame being an independent program but there's no playoff like how fun would that be no not at all so i would put the spread at this game at like 24 hey i'm all in on my midwestern high school football right. are you want to take that you want to take that spread on me img academy is on upset alert so all right so you would take the the plus 24 on ben davis Okay. All right. Well, uh, hundred bucks. I'm kidding, buddy. Um, Oh, how did this get on the stream? Taco Bell rolled chicken tacos are back. You know where I'm heading soon. Um, Josh, I, so I was going to see, um, quarterback target priority target. How about that? Um, Deuce Knight. And I messaged him on Tuesday or Wednesday. I think it was Tuesday. And I say, hey, dude, so excited to see you uh, in your game in Chattanooga on Friday. It's going to be a a, a really good game. And I'm looking forward to finally meeting you. And he says, yeah, I transferred back to my school in Mississippi. Had some family stuff and I needed to be back home. So, um, yeah, I uh, had to switch up my travels and I have not even like reached out to the athletic director of the school to make sure I can make this trip, but I'm pretty sure I'll be able to, um, I'll be up in Rossville, Georgia, seeing uh class of 2025 offensive tackle, Josh Petty from fellowship Christian school. Um, look at that six, four which I think is the same, excuse me, um, listing as nap, but this kid, I have a very hard time seeing that those are the accurate measurements right now. And he's in the 2025 class, but this gets a tackle for sure. Um, Number 29 overall player in the country. Number five offensive tackle Notre Dame offered him in May, I believe. 
Um, Joe Rudolph, when he was at Virginia Tech, was one of the first coaches to extend a scholarship offer to Josh Petty. Um, and then, of course, you know, Rudolph comes to Notre Dame and then offers Petty back in May. So that connection is pretty important. Um, and uh, yeah, Notre Dame's probably more like, like I, I think I've predicted Augustine and Strebig at Notre Dame. I think those guys are much more likely than Petty. Um, but when I was looking up, like, oh, where can I go last minute now uh, with this cancellation? Texas Notre Dame source, like, hey, is Josh Petty a good target to see? And got a one-word answer of yes. So that's where I will be at most likely on Friday. Definitely want to stay local for a last-minute trip to then have a 12 p.m. game the next day um, to cover from my home base here. So we'll expect to see Josh Petty. So back-to-back weeks of offensive tack or offensive linemen for me. So should be fun. And speaking of fun, had a good show today, Kyle. I think we'll put it there because I do have a haircut in 15 minutes, and it's a 15-minute drive, so I basically got to go right now. I got to do it for Jay Carr. Because uh, we had a little wager, and uh, even though I didn't get anything, if he or if I won, it's fine. So we're gonna gotta go get my haircut, and then now I'll, I'll be clean shaved for my show on uh, on Friday or Saturday. I know, Kyle, it's a shock. So can't wait to see it. So we will. <laughs> no, Jason won't be. Uh, won't be from there, but. Uh, yeah, I do not shave daily, J Carr. But yeah, that's going to be it. Nope, no more. Get in the car. Well, I guess I got to feed my pets, but we'll figure it out. Mike Singer will figure this out. Kyle, I appreciate all the great insight on this show. Folks, if you're with us live for watching back, please do hit the thumbs up on this video. Subscribe to our channel for more content. Go to blueandgold.com for a lot more Notre Dame football and recruiting coverage. Um, and for po- podcast audience, please do leave us a good re- review if you would be so kind wherever you listen to your podcast. Appreciate you all, and we'll catch you next time. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com on3 and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 53342 in Arizona, 1-800-522-4700.
1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia, or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York.